Abed and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Welcome to Saturday. Hope you're all doing well. I am so far. Had a nice little talk. We had a nice little talk yesterday about old books, and I'm going to get back to that later. Well, first I want to say there's still a few more days. There's quite, uh, yeah, about a week and a half, I think, left on the Kickstarter for Survive This Vigilante City, books three and four. If you want to get in on that, great system, great supers game, and it's it's just something you should check out. It's it's a really, if you like Supers games, that's the one to look at. Survive this Vigilante City on Kickstarter now. <laughs> okay. Thursday night. Thursday night, I was in for a surprise. Because we were playing with Garther, but due to one of our people being gone and... Matt, my GM, wanting to take a break from the campaign, we started a little mini campaign in basic D&D, Rule Cyclopedia D&D, which he claims he's going to run by the book. Well, I'm here to tell you that by the book sucks. I'm not saying it sucks hard, but he was doing everything by the book. Six stats right down the middle. If you reach zero hit points, you're dead. There are saber dies in there. And he was keeping track of encumbrance, which just aggravated me to no end. I'm just glad he was ruling you, using rule cyclopedia and not first edition. Otherwise, we'd have to deal with weapon speed. I believe that's where it first showed up, or is that on Earth Arcana? I don't remember. But we had a good time. I, I lost my character. Which is okay, you know. First level, all he had he he did he said the only thing he changed was give you max hit points at first level, which I had six since I was playing an elf. But you know, we had a nice little discussion as as Matt is wont to do about, and he kept shoving he kept shoving it in my face that hey, you're this is your favorite edition. Well, yes, it is my favorite edition of D and D, basic D and D. You're right. I don't, you know, I'm not trying to throw shade on the other editions, but I enjoy that the best. Basic D&D of the Beckme variety. I mean, I've done in my share of BX, and I do like Labyrinth Lord, but, you know, he kept saying, well, this is your favorite, this is your favorite edition, so we're doing it by the book. And it's like, yeah, it's my favorite edition, but I don't even do it by the book. You know, I've got certain things... Here's the thing about that. Uh, games, Role-playing games, on the whole, were made to house rule. I don't care what Gary's intent was. I don't care what the creator's intent was. The games are made to house rule because nobody's going to completely dis- completely agree with what the author puts down. And a lot of the books say that. It's your game. You do what you want with it. And I do. If Matt wants... I've seen people, other people, oh, we're going to do it and buy the book. It's like, hmm, fare thee well. Thank you. No thank you. You know, I've got my own way of doing it. And I said, and he says, you know, from day one in 1E AD&D when I first started, 
I've been doing for my stats, roll 4d6, drop the lowest, and put them where you want. Now, I told him I'm pretty adamant on the roll 4d6 and drop the lowest, but there have been situations where I had to just go straight down the line, which I did. And this time I did it, and I got a decent amount, you know, I got a decent character. I, I was lucky because another thing that I tend to house rule is I don't take minuses on my stats. The, 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 the stat adjustment, you give me zero, I won't take a minus. Which, which mean, uh, yeah. So you know, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna leave. Hey, I'm just gonna say that. But, and on a whole, games are hard enough to run as it is, and I'm not doing it to complain. I'm just saying it's a fact that being a game master is not easy, nor is it meant to be easy. Being a player is sometimes not easy, nor is it meant to be easy. This is an, this game is an intellectual playground it's a it's a a mind it's a mind game yes it is because it takes place in your mind and you've got to figure out things and you know if math is part of it well math is part of it hopefully not too much math here's here's my challenge i will get rid of anything that keeps the flow of the game from happening and that's why i said i don't do encumbrance i don't do this max hit points first level Stats where you want them, you know, everybody's happy. And if I have to stop and think about the my character's encumbrance, something's wrong. I mean, yes, I have it written down on my sheet and I do pay attention to it. But it to me, it's not a be all and okay, it'll fine, it'll slow me down some. Okay, I can deal with that. I've already dealt with the fact that we we determined as an elf, since I have a sword and a shield. I have to drop both if I want to cast a spell. Okay, fine. I, I can handle that. That means I'm not going to be in the middle of combat and cast a spell. Like last night, I had one spell, sleep. And I used it to great effect, but it was in a distance. And we had some cover. And I just went up there. I mean, I, I just... And it had a great... It had a, like a 240-foot range. They were on, on a little hill. I went, sleep. And he says, where are you targeting? See that campfire right there? Right there. And that's a 20-foot radius, 40-foot uh, diameter. And they all went to sleep. Boom. One and done. I pick up my sword. I pick up my shield. Let's go. You know, that's the, basically the way I was playing it. You get, and that, that, to me, is okay. And he's talking, you know, clerics don't get spells at first level, which is okay with me. I figured in that case, in that game, they got to earn it. Clerics got to prove themselves to their deity before they can get any kind of spells. And that I'm okay with. I'm okay with race as class. This is, okay, that is, quote unquote, by the book. But there are certain things that I have done over the course of my role-playing life that this is the way I do things. If I'm running the game, I will automatically have people do this. The saves, you know, the, the five saves, no problem. I'm... And, you know, if it was Swords of Wizardry and I had just one save, I'd be okay with that too because it's, that's what it says in the book. And I kind of weigh everything, aside from the very, very basic stuff like the six stats and the saves and things, I weigh everything that the author tells me. I weigh it 
with the with the question, does it keep me from keeping the game going? Because to me, that is paramount. Because everybody's involved, everybody's having fun, they're doing stuff, things happen, They, I do stuff, things happen, the story gets told, the game gets played. That's the whole point. Remember, the game is what happens at the table. Again. So, that's the problem I have with people who say, oh, I run something by the book. And it's like, well, okay. I hope you're having fun by the book because certain games you cannot run by the book. Everybody's all, like I said, all role-playing games are made to be house-ruled. You can't, you can't avoid it. It's like people who house-rule Monopoly. Or some other board game like that. I'm sure there's war games out there and tactical games that, I mean, Risk can be house-ruled. Stratego can be house-ruled. Anything. And there are people who do that out there. How many times have you collected a lot of money because you landed on free parking in Monopoly, which is a house rule? So, you know, don't don't... Tell me by the book is any kind of easier. But at the same time, there are people who want to run it that way. And if the players are okay, then fine. The players are okay with it. No problem. Anyway, that's that's kind of a, I don't know, a mini rant, mini just talk, I guess. So I'm going to go start my day. So, okay. If you want to talk to me about this or anything else, you can email me at oldmangrognard at gmail.com or drop a voice message over on Anchor. And we're monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help this support this program, and I would thank you. And I'd also like to thank my supporters, Oliver Shriek, Mark C. Walring, Gilbert Soros, and Jonathan Dorje Wendell Jessen. Welcome back. Thank you very much. And don't forget Mark C. Walring's podcast, The Yawning Owlbear. Great stuff. So until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Mm-hmm.